Hi, everyone. I'm Heaven. I'm Tracy. What? I'm Tracy. <laughs> I feel like you're on a different show, a happier show. Oh. I'm Tracy. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> well, I'm another round. Heaven. <laughs> Let's try that again. Okay. Hi, everyone. I'm Heaven. I'm Tracy. Oh, my God. Stop I'm it. I'm trying to be on the same show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on that show. <laughs> I'm Eeyore. Thanks and welcome for noticing to me. the show. <laughs> welcome to another round of Heaven and Tracy. Yay! We have various emotions sometimes. Yeah, you know, we um, we <laughs> contain multitudes, as I have heard it said. <laughs> By me. I, I own that quote. You own, you, you... Coined it? Invented it. Mm-hmm. Coined is the right word. That's <laughs> the better word. Hey, Heaven, what's up? And shit. Are you eating? I'm sorry. <laughs> I really wanted to swallow a cough drop and a Starburst at the same time. Whoa. <laughs> Not a good move. Should we start this all over? Yeah. Okay. Hi, everyone. I'm Heaven. I'm Tracy. And welcome to another round with Heaven and Tracy. Go, go, go. Go, us. Go, us. It's winter. We're striving. Is it winter? Because I'm confused. What do you mean? I just feel I don't know how to regulate my body temperature. And like, this, like it's not cold enough for me to be in a coat. It's definitely cold enough for you to be in not a coat. Not for me to be in a coat. I'm always hot. So I have to, I need it to be like 10 degrees cooler before I can get out like the for real winter gear. But I was walking to work from the train today and I was like, man, my arms and legs is mad cold. Like the rest of me was bundled, right? Because I have like a... This is not interesting. <laughs> Happy winter. Happy <laughs> alleged winter, everybody. <laughs> winter sucks. Um, can I tell you that I'm kind of excited for, okay, not for winter, but for. Yeah, you see the confusion on my face. I know. I just, I almost left the studio, honestly. <laughs> that was a little unsafe. But I keep thinking about like the, the first snowfall and I'm like, oh. And I'm also really ready for Christmas. I know, I know you're a Christmas bitch. <laughs> I know, Christmas ho. Yes. Christmas ho, ho, ho. Oh, stop it. <laughs> um, so what do we have on show today, Tracy? Oh, man. The Jennifer Lewis, everybody's auntie, everybody's mama. Yes. Somebody's grandmama on the show, Blackish. <laughs> That's um, true. We're going to talk about her new book. She's got mm-hmm. a book out called The Mother of Black Hollywood. What a title yes. for the book and for her. <laughs> yes. Um, and I also love that in her, in her author bio, she says she has a drag queen named Shangela living in her basement. <laughs> yeah, and it goes unexplained throughout the entire book. Never Not a mention. Ever, ever. Just in the author bio on the back. Yeah, so I feel like that's an indicator for a good, a good interview. <laughs> a, a good, good read as well. <laughs> yeah, and so um, today I had asked on the Twitters, mm. because of course when you think of women like Jennifer Lewis, you know, like, like wise sages, you know, mm. like fountains of like motherly or aunt, aunt, auntie Lee advice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I got to wondering, what's the best advice that you all listening have mm. ever heard? And Miss Heaven, the got to has some <laughs> thoughts about advice. I don't. I don't have thoughts about advice. You had a lot of thoughts about. I advice. just feel like everyone's always asking you for good advice, and I never have any. It's always general. Mm. It could apply to your life. It could not. I'm not going to bear the consequences of this. I'm just saying words. Yeah. Advice. <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly do feel you. I don't enjoy being asked for advice because I'm just. I'm just like, I don't know shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> no. Honestly, this whole thing was an accident. I don't. I did nothing to get here. I don't know. Um, but I feel like you are always very interested in asking other people, like, what's the best advice you've ever heard or gotten? Yeah, because I want the wisdom. <laughs> Makes I sense. ain't got it. I ain't got it. <laughs> um, I feel like I always say this, so it must be true by now, <laughs> or I'm just lazy. But my mother, when I was really young, and I feel like I might have even said this on this show already, um, when I was in school, hated talking to people, loved to write, hated to give, like, reports or, like, read things that I had written in class. And from, I guess, what, middle school was when you start doing that? So when I was in middle school, my mother was like, listen, just raise your hand, go first, and get it over with. Because mm. otherwise, you'll be sitting in the classroom. You're that person. I'm that person. Like, I hate, I really like, admire that person. Uh, I it, wait it out. <laughs> <laughs> I used to as well. But then, like, the first time I was just like, here, just Mr. Shaver, let me just go ahead and, and do this. And, like, I stood up. And I, I remember this one day was my... Uh, this wasn't the first time I did it, but I was in my black history class, had to give a report, knew the report was good, fine, whatever. Mm. But in the middle of like me standing up and presenting it, like my my knees started shaking like I was a fucking cartoon. Aww. Like I'm I'm used to like handshaking, Aww. sure. But I was like, knees. My knees buckled. <laughs> exactly. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Aww. And so in the middle, I was like, oh, I should not have I shouldn't have raised my hand. Like I'm the first one. Now everybody's gonna look better than mine because my knees are knocking right now <laughs> but as soon as I was done and I sat down I was like wow it's over and I get to watch mm. everybody else like sweat and watch their knees knocking their knees <laughs> so so that was good I guess that's the best advice I've ever gotten it's also just like the most pointed 
piece of advice that I can remember. Mm, that's my other problem. I can never remember the advice. There's so much advice going around. <laughs> <laughs> People give it to you when you don't ask for it. Yo. That's what I can we spend a few seconds on that shit real quick? Yes. Oh my God. I get oh, that all the time. Especially Twitter. And mm. I know y'all, I love y'all so much. <laughs> I know you just be trying to help, but like the unsolicited advice is the worst because it's the most obvious, right? Once I was in my Brooklyn ass apartment and there was a huge water bug in my closet. I didn't have any raid to kill it with. So naturally, I'm in bed tweeting about it because what the fuck do I do? <laughs> Classic Tracy. Right. And everybody was like, get some raid. <laughs> Bitch, if I had some raid, do you think I would be? <laughs> so don't do not do that, people. Don't don't give. Try not to give unsolicited advice. Mm, I try not to. And if yeah, you're going to do it, word. Don't, don't give the obvious shit. I think part of my aversion to advice is also that I was like berated with it from like aunties and stuff, you know? Ooh, say more. It's just like, all right, why does everyone <laughs> lecture me all the time? <laughs> I didn't ask you. Yes. <laughs> I'm just like, enough with the advice. Okay. This is fascinating to me. We have very interesting relationships with advice. But I'm sure if like uh, you look back at an interview <laughs> where I've been asked for giving advice, I've said some things. I mean, you have to in those I'm like, you know, never settle for less. Always stay gracious. Best revenge is your paper. Mm. Beyonce, never lie. Mm. You know, all these all these like little like truisms that have stuck with me. Sure. Yeah. Things that aren't necessarily like of your own like brain. But, you know, this is good yeah. stuff that I picked up. Yeah. Else, right? Maybe it'll work for you. Yeah, I get it. What is the best advice you, your Twitter peoples have gotten? Oh, man. So, What's um, the family saying? The family is talking. There's like, I think we're like 100 plus tweets. Oh, Lord. Deep in. <laughs> and I asked everybody, I was like, what's the best advice um, you, you were know, ever getting? Sidebar, Tracy, I tried to tweet again, and it was just like, I forgot how to do it. <laughs> Wait, what? Why didn't you call me, girl? I would have been there. I, I tweeted, and I was just like, is this good? <laughs> is this What am tweet? I doing? Oh, do you need some Twitter advice? Um, yeah, let's save that for later. Okay, let's we'll get to the advice. advice. Okay. Maybe so, that's the advice that I need. <laughs> maybe. I, I How to I, tweet again. How oh, haven't got the groove back. <laughs> I ain't ranted in a minute. Heaven be silent. That should be my new Twitter name. (laughs) Heaven doesn't rant anymore. (laughs) In fact. Heaven don't be saying nothing. (laughs) Um, Well, maybe some of the good advice that our Twitter friends have heard will inspire you to to get back into the Twitter game. Um, So much. I favorited a bunch and I was like, this is is too much good advice. There's some really good stuff in here. Also, obviously, all hail Stacey Marie Ishmael, the guy who gives me advice all the time. And I am forever grateful. (laughs) I want to be clear about like there are dope women in my life who give me advice. Yeah. Y'all feel what I'm saying. Yeah, we got you. Okay. Okay. Okay, Let's let's look at some random good advices. I really love this one. This is from um, T.S.D. Drake, um, whose name is Thanksgiving Drake. Okay, know. okay. Uh, and this is his grandmother who says, buy land. They ain't making any more land. <laughs> I okay. saw that. I was like, That is solid financial advice. <laughs> it is. They are, in fact, not making any more land. It's true. Um, Lena Elena 101, hey girl, said, you can't fix anybody. You can only fix how you respond to them. Mm, that's wow. Some shit. That's but, real. Listen, <laughs> like a lot of this, I was just like, drag me. Mm. Okay? Okay, just drag me. Um. Vanguard Vince says, it's okay to rest. You cannot give from an empty well. Mm, wow. See? Yo, I was like, empty well, that's friends me. Are right? Deep. But I was just like, oh my gosh. I feel like an empty well so mm. often, and now I have the words for it. Wow. I like a good well metaphor. Mm-hmm. Oh, this one was really good. And again, I felt very much dragged. Um, <laughs> Gabriella C. Watts says, self-care is about making yourself feel less shitty, not about feeling good. Ooh. I was like, wow. Come on. Drag us, children of late really? capitalism. You know what? I thought this segment was going to make me feel better. I just feel intensely red. <laughs> oh, you're doing another face mask, bitch. <laughs> oh, word. We're on Korean Beauty now. That's self care. That's all. Okay. <laughs> We're not going to do a little more work. <laughs> That's all. That's all. Oh, you're just going to get them to go to bed. Okay. Okay, then. See how okay, it works. Real, real. <laughs> This is, a, this is a great advice segment. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I really like this one, too. Roy D. 77 said, learn, 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 and you can earn, earn, earn. Ooh, I like that. I know. Plus, it rhymes. Wow. I love it. Oh, oh, this one was 
this one kind of like got me on the on the train platform today. Seat <laughs> <laughs> up 30 said, my therapist once said, quote, if you keep comparing your trauma to other people's trauma, then you'll never give yourself space to heal. Mm. Someone else always has it worse. Doesn't mean that your trauma isn't real, too. Woo. Woo. And then on a similar note, a lot of people like said some iteration. Give us a second, Tracy. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Let me. Let the children breathe. Right. Let, me, let me get some tissues. <laughs> Oh, my. Yo, I can right? see why you were sitting up with that one. Yeah. And somebody else said something similar. And it was like the worst thing that's ever happened to you is still the worst thing that's ever happened to you, no matter what has happened to other people. Mm. And it's, I'm constantly comparing myself, my successes, my failures, my trauma, always, always to somebody else. Yo. That's wow. Just, oh. Why are we crying right now? <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> Oh, and one of my favorites, and I feel like this is grand advice that will always be good advice for everybody all the time. Chanel Shorter says, mind your business. Wow. Listen. Yes. Bigots, homophobes, <laughs> et cetera, mind your business. I'm just like, if, if there are like people living life in a way that upsets you so much, what Why if you, you just so mind your fucking yes. business? You know, nobody's making you get gay married. Let them do what they want to do. It's crazy. How is other people's happiness stressing you out? Right. That's what I want to know. Advice from every woman I know. Mm -hmm. Always get yours. Ooh. <laughs> yes. In all aspects of life. Hmm. Let's let's make up let's let's just give like lightning around advice. Ooh, ooh. Um, wash the inside of your ears <laughs> when you're in the shower. Because listen, I'm about to tell y'all something. <laughs> what? That's where you went to in lightning round? Honestly. Your ears. <laughs> it's honestly been on my mind for a long time. All right, talk to me. Talk so, to me about the ear. I really love Q-tips, right? <laughs> Sorry, oh. I don't like the sensation at all. Uh, I feel like it's one of the most rewarding <laughs> feelings. <Sorry>. Nina agrees. <laughs> I don't enjoy this at all. Yeah, I, I feel like Q-tips aren't supposed to be used, even I mean, though listen, they exist. Listen, what are they for? <laughs> don't don't take a Q-tip and like pierce your eardrum with it. You know, like use it responsibly. They always say you're not supposed to put stuff in your... First of all, I'm not a doctor. Maybe don't, don't doctors use say not to use Q-tips? I've never had this conversation with a doctor of mine. Okay, I've, <laughs> I have. <laughs> okay, for better or worse, I love me a Q-tip. It's my, it's my thing, my man. My doctor never said it. <laughs> I also never asked my doctor on purpose because I know she don't try to tell me to put up the Q-tips. But anyway, children, wash your ears. You never know when like a makeout sesh is going to pop up. Ooh, somebody's in your ear. Oh I wish God. that was how. I That's found one of out. my favorite pieces of advice. What? Make out more. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's heaven's impact right there. Yes. Yes. Okay. This is getting a little too personal. I think now's a good time to stand out. Wait. One last piece of advice uh -huh. that I've learned from doing this show. Mm -hmm. Don't try something new on the day of an event. <laughs> wow. Yes. Don't do it. That Go with your regular hairstyle you feel comfortable in. <laughs> Especially if pictures are going to be involved. Yes. Yeah. Or like, no, don't try that dress that's like, I'm not quite sure. Yeah. Do the dress that you're like, yes, I am sure. Mm. Yeah, be adventurous when nobody's going to see you. Or just yeah, like do it, it a day before, try it out. Yeah. And then like the next day, feel good. That's actual good advice. <laughs> not that washing your ears is good advice. <laughs> We are filled with wisdom. Um, you know who else is filled with wisdom? Mm. Jennifer Lewis. Mm. Let's get into it. All right. Yeah. You see, look at you. <laughs> We're thrilled today to be in the studio with the legendary, mm. the queen, the don, mm. the icon, the mm. legend. Keep going. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, doctor. That's Honorary right. doctorate. That's Put right. some respect on it. Jennifer Lewis is in the stew today, ladies and gentlemen. Yay. Yes. I don't even think this is happening for real. Because it just <laughs> makes no sense that the three of us should be in the same room. So we are so honored to Agreed. have you here. Um, our listeners, I know that we cater to the younger side of the world. Sure, sure. You're millennial or two. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if you do not know who this woman is, what are you doing? <laughs> her IMDB is completely unreal. I first fell in love with her when I saw her as Snooky on In Living Color. <laughs> right? Aww. Hilarious. She has also been on sitcoms like The Fresh Prince, Girlfriends, A Different World, basically every black show in the world. Mm -hmm. Every black show in the world. In movies, there are iconic films like What's Love Got to Do With It, where she played Angela Bassett's mother. There was The Preacher's Wife, where she played Whitney Houston's mama. There was Poetic Justice, where she played Tupac's mom. And she now has a memoir out 
The book is called The Mother of Black Hollywood. I can't imagine why. (laughs) 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 But we're going to get into it and talk about it. Welcome to the show. Yes. It's a pleasure to be here. It really is. You guys are so cute. Oh, gosh. All the young things running around in the world talking (laughs) shit. I love it. I put that on my resume. Young thing in the world talking shit. A young girl running around the world talking shit. That's it. That's how I ever wanted to be. I love it. All about me. No, you're adorable. And my manager listens to you guys all the time. She says you're so intelligent. Oh, I appreciate that. And that's that. wonderful. And that's why I'm here. Believe me, darling. Heaven and Tracy got it going on, hey. y'all. Yes. You know what? That's the whole interview. This is the <laughs> <laughs> we can go home now. Right. So you are currently playing Grandma Ruby Johnson on a show called Blackish. Mm-hmm. And I mean, your entire career trajectory is amazing. But like, we got to know you as like mom. And now you're like stepping into the grandmom roles. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a sign of a very, very long, very successful career. And yeah. it's so inspiring to see. You know, I've sustained in this business for, I think the main reason is because I love it. Mm. I love what I do. And you know, Hollywood is through with women over 40. Mm. But baby, please, you know, it's breathing to me. Mm. So it's when it's love like that, it is an unstoppable force. Mm-hmm. So as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking of a little thing that I picked up in your book. Uh-huh. Um, is that you are from Kinlock, Missouri. Absolutely. Um, which has also birthed Maxine Waters. Ah, yes. And, and Dick, Dick Gregory. Gregory. Yes. And I'm wondering, is there something about Kinlock that like... What's in the no, water? Yeah. What's happening over Listen, there? Listen, guys, it was a very poverty-stricken area. Mm. You know, but we weren't poor. We were rich because we had each other. Mm-hmm. It was the first self-governed black township population, 3,000, mm-hmm. in America. It was at one time the largest all-black township. Wow. And you see, we had each other. So it wasn't a horrible place to grow up in, you see. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could sit out and scream hello from porch to porch. Everybody knew That's everybody. Like my grandma and yes, up in. absolutely. <laughs> These were, you know, the old days when you could walk down the street mm-hmm. and know that your children were safe walking to school, you mm-hmm. see. And um, I loved being raised in Kenlock. I had so many play mamas. You know, you have your real mamas and your Aww. play mamas. Miss Johnson, Miss <laughs> Clark, Miss Williams, Miss Benson. You could stop by mm-hmm. if there was no food on our table. You could stop by and mm-hmm. somebody made Takes a pot a of greens. That's right. It took a village and it was a village. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Kenlock lies directly on the border of Ferguson, Missouri. Mm-hmm. And even as a little girl. I was warned never to go to Ferguson, Missouri alone. Really? But Ferguson had a movie theater and Kenlock did not. So where do you think I was every (laughs) Saturday morning? Had to sneak out now because my mama knew I was in Ferguson. She'd have a fit. Mm -hmm. I'd sit up in the top of the balcony with my little popcorn and imagine myself. On the silver screen. Mm. And now, 70 movies later, <laughs> bitch better have my money. <laughs> yes! Fucking racism. Girl, wasn't nothing gonna stop me in these streets? Come on now! <laughs> so you went from like small Midwest town, like humble ambitions? No. Or you knew immediately? No, I knew immediately. Do you remember what your first... I sang my first solo in church. When I was five years old. Mm-hmm. The reaction of the congregation, child, they went crazy and it was like <laughs> yes. a wash. You better sing, girl. That's right. Come on, Jenny. Sing, baby. baby. Go on, baby. baby. Shake your money maker. You know. In church? So, yeah, girl, you know, honey, I was shaking. <laughs> now, you know I was carrying on. But when I saw the reaction of the congregation, it was a wash of love. Mm. So I stood there and I had my thumb in my mouth, cross-eyed. <laughs> and I said to myself, ah. This is life. And honey, I never looked back. Mm. I have been an entertainer since I can remember, you know? And I had the personality and the charisma and the love of it. Mm. I loved it. It was like it was a natural thing for me. Do you feel like genius is born or, or made? Wow. Well, I'll put it like this. We're all God's babies. And I think we're all geniuses. We just need to find the way and the time and the dedication to discover it in yourself. Do you feel like you've gotten better at your work, at your craft? Well, the day day I became a star Mm. was the day I realized everybody was one. What does that mean? You know, when I was bipolar and didn't know it, I just, I say to people, I didn't want to hurt anybody. Mm. 
Mm. I just wanted to be somebody. Mm. But there's something else I want to throw at you. Mm. We all somebody. We really are. So be that. Put a little love around it and keep it the fuck moving. (laughs) That is beautiful. Mm. One of the things that you, well, I guess you're very, very open about it, all things. One of those things is, as you just mentioned, your um, journey and your experience with bipolar disorder. Absolutely. You lived a long time being undiagnosed, Mm -hmm, then you mm -hmm, were diagnosed. mm -hmm. Had a sex addiction. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't know I was bipolar. You know, the mania just drives you and drives you and drives you. Yeah. And then the depression is, you know, beyond measure. Mm. Uh, you know, some people wake up and they see blue skies. They're black to us. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a chemical imbalance in the brain. And it's nothing to be ashamed of. I get so sick of black folks, you know, associating mental illness with, you know, straight jackets and shock treatment. Mm-hmm. Child, please, if you got a cousin that jumped up on the table at every family reunion and act a fool for too long, <laughs> you got that depressed uh, auntie in the basement that mm-hmm. never comes out, the mm-hmm. uncle is up in the attic, never come. go and take those people by the hand yeah. and, and get some help for them. But I say this so that you don't waste your life. If they don't ask, if they're not ready to get help, mm-hmm. go on about your business because it's too much. It's just too much trying to make somebody do mm-hmm. what they don't want to do. You so, cannot you know, keep want it more moving. for somebody than keep they want moving. for themselves. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Keep it moving. So how did you know that you needed help? Like, how did you know that you were on the table at the family reunions too long versus an appropriate amount of time? Well, here's what happened. Loretta Devine had a party. Mm. Everybody know Loretta Divine. Everybody yes, knows Loretta We've been knowing each man. other since I was nine. We were nineteen. Oh, but y'all we used to go to dance up. class together. You know, oh. we did Dream Girls, the workshop of Dream Girls together. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I got up on this top of the table. I called everybody a motherfucker. Told me shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and wait a minute, at her party. <laughs> so a friend of mine, you know, because I was gonna sing a song about Loretta, but still, it was rude. Mm. And my girlfriend told me she said, "Hey, come on, Jennifer." What's wrong with you? I was like, oh, bitch, ain't nothing wrong with me. I'm Jennifer Lewis. <laughs> but something was wrong. I was manic and rude. Mm-hmm. I don't need money. Y'all know I'm in television. Done 300 episodic television shows. Paid. 70 movies, four Broadway shows, and toured in concert all over the world. I don't need money for this book. Mm-hmm. All right, maybe $5. But this, <laughs> <laughs> I wrote this book to help somebody to know that coming through the fire is possible. Mm-hmm. It's possible to come through the fire and it's possible to get what you want because I did. Hmm. And let me tell you what it was that I really wanted. Yeah, I wanted the fame. Yeah, I wanted the fortune. But I wanted to be in my skin more than anything. Hmm. I wanted to be able to enjoy the success. I wanted on my face what I put on everybody else's face, that Mm. smile. I wanted to laugh. I didn't want to go home and be depressed all the time. Mm. And is therapy what got you that? Therapy got me that. I ain't going to lie to you. Mm. And it took my therapist five years to convince me to take medication. Why? Well, shit, girl, I didn't want to destroy that that edge I had. I was Jennifer motherfucking Lewis. Mm. I feel like especially for creatives, artists. Absolutely. There's but this, like, myth that's that right. if you get It'll help. about the creativity. That's right. That You, you think you're going to destroy that drive because mania is addictive. Girl, we mm. be high as a kite. We be flying. <laughs> when I lived in New York, I be flying down the street. What no nothing. Just flying. You know, going, hey, how like y'all it. doing? <laughs> Tourists and shit. Hey, where y'all from? <laughs> be tired as hell when I get home. Mm. Like, damn, why you got to speak to everybody? Mm. That sounds exhausting. Oh, my God. It mm. is exhausting. It's a rush like you cannot describe. And nobody wants to give that up. Talking about medication. I'm like, bitch, yeah. I need my edge to be Jennifer Lewis. Mm-hmm. But see, that shit got dangerous. And when it gets dangerous, all those men in those rooms, strangers, I could have been killed, shot, mm-hmm. you know, raped. So what was the point where, where you decided to give medicine a try? After five um, years, you said? Well, no, it was right after I filmed The Temptations. I had gone to a health spa. And, you know, wheatgrass and yes and yes. 
you know, in your nose. They put wheatgrass everywhere. Every functional Wait, hole in your body is a fucking we wheatgrass. Just, we just we found the title yeah. of this you know, episode. Colonic, enemas, all kind of I shit. I like that's wheatgrass. the title of your mixtape, maybe. Girl, I left that place so fucking green. I was like, God damn, shit was coming out of my skin. <laughs> wheatgrass will wear your ass out. Uh, but, so I was like, after that, I was like, oh, tch. I'm fabulous now. I don't need no medication. Mm-hmm. So I stopped taking it. Mm-hmm. I got to Philadelphia. Was it was it Pittsburgh? I can't remember. One of those big cities in Pennsylvania where we filmed The Temptations. And, um, you know, I didn't get, um, what was it? Waiting to Exhale. Uh, one of those big movies I didn't get. So I got drunk, went down to some bar. And staggered home. Girl, somebody could have killed me. I wouldn't have known. That's, so That's how scary. drunk I was. Mm. And I got in the hotel room, fell in my bed, and the whole room started spinning. I was so drunk. And I realized in that moment, you know, I could see a mirror on the, you know, dressers right across from the bed. And I saw myself. I was like, damn. Mm. Jenny, that's you. Woo, I just got to chill thinking about that shit. Wow. All the work I had done. And there I was, drunk, in some hotel room. Good Lord. Was that so your rock bottom moment? That was my rock bottom. That was the dark soul, the night. What is that called? The dark soul of the night. Mm. And I called my therapist. It was 3 a.m. on the East Coast. It was midnight there. And to this day, I have to really give amazing props to her for picking up that phone. You know, therapists are not there to rescue your ass. Mm. They're there to guide you mm-hmm. through your shit, through your shit. You got to go down to the root of the pain and pull it out. See, people like to snatch it all like a weed. <laughs> that shit going to grow right back. Yeah, You got you to go down to the root of the pain. That's right. You can't kill Yank a tree by pulling out. off leaves. So it say. don't come back. Mm-hmm. But what story was I telling? I was telling a story about something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Called night the of the dark soul. So I called her, and like I said, thank God she picked up. And I said to her, I started crying, and I said, I'm ready. Mm. I'm ready to really do the work now. Mm. I'm ready to admit I am sick I am bipolar, and please. Take your time. Please help me. They are the hardest words to say. Mm. Please help me. I was the great Jennifer Lewis. Please help me. It was me that helped everybody. But baby, I found the courage mm. and the strength. And look at me now. Look at you now. Fuck out. streets. I don't want nobody <laughs> fucking with me in these streets. Mm. And hey. I don't do. Ain't nobody got time for that. Come on, y'all. <laughs> Ain't, Ain't nobody, nobody got time for that. All right, now. <laughs> Ain't nobody got Ain't nobody got time for that shit. <laughs> wow. Hey, Iconic. Legendary. Yeah. Yeah. Iconic. Listen, girl, 45 oh million views. Crazy. Listen. Isn't that crazy? Amazing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I can't read no more. I just sing with Jennifer Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> These are all scribbles and scrabbles on the screen. Say something. <laughs> I feel like there's a, a lot of shitty stuff happening in the world right now. Oh, my God. Especially like a litany of stories about sexual abusers in Mm -hmm. Hollywood for decades. But I feel like the same conversation is not quite happening in theater, or at least I'm not. We haven't heard it it yet. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if you feel like that kind of like. Like, are you waiting on the names in the theater world to come out? Not really. Mm. You know, I didn't run into a lot of that shit. And you know, theatrical people, you don't fuck with them. Mm, I mean, I'm sorry. I I just don't think there was a casting couch. Mm. Not. Not for us. Not for us African-American gypsies, right. girl. Nobody rolled up on me. I got to mm-hmm. tell you, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Nobody rolled up on me. You know, who the fuck going to come up me out loud? You know, <laughs> I was going to go tell. But you know what? My first review in New York City, mm-hmm. the headline was, Hurricane Lewis hits New York. Now, who going to pull out their little bitty penis in front of a hurricane? <laughs> Bitch better have my money. Now, listen. <laughs> but here's what I want to say about that. I want to applaud the people who are coming forward. And I'm reaching out to those of you who have not. Mm. 
you tell somebody somebody touched you inappropriately. You know what I'm saying? That's evil shit that went on in those Hollywood stories. There's a portion. Woman after woman after woman. The fuck are you? Just mm-hmm. because you got money. And power. But girl, they are telling it. I'm so happy. You know, I, t- I talk about my molester mm-hmm. in the book. Yeah, there's the, a very yeah, powerful no, yeah, scene. It was, a pa- it was the past of my church. Mm-hmm. And uh, I titled that chapter, It Ain't That Kind of Call, Motherfucker. Mm-hmm. After about, I think it was like seven months in therapy, I uh, conjured up the courage to call that son of a bitch. And when I did, he was like, hello, Jennifer, we're so proud of you. You were on television. I said, it ain't that kind of call, motherfucker. Mm. And I went in. Mm. You so know, to women who are struggling to find the strength to do I the know same. that's what I want to talk to you, the women who are finding the strength. You know, you don't mm. have to go to your molester if the son of a bitch is still alive. Mm. Tell somebody, though. Tell somebody and get it off of you mm. so you can breathe and stop eating yourself to death. So you can breathe and stop drinking yourself to death. So you can breathe and put down all that bullshit that hurts your body. Your body's a temple. I say that shit in my book. See, back then I was doing all that fucking and carrying on. Oh, God, Walter Cronkite came on the news and said, everybody you've slept with, you've slept with everybody they've slept with for Mm. the last seven years. I said to my girlfriend, I said, well, I'm a dead bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man. (laughs) I said, book me a trip around the world and put that shit on a credit card. (laughs) One way ticket. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) One way ticket, bitch. (laughs) Shit. Oh, my goodness. Come on now. Yeah. So, you know, for a second, I thought you were about to say you fucked Walter Cronkite. I didn't oh, say I was like, okay, that is hysterical. I was like, okay, Stella no, wants to That was, not, uh, 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 I was, that was his ready. brother. It was a brother. Ooh. Okay, it was his cousin. Ooh. All right, it was just, you know. Oh, I, I almost went deeper, but now y'all know not to I mess mean. with me. But no, listen. No, girl, everybody slept on Walter Cronkite. I'm sorry, this took a turn of my brain Walter for Cronkite some reason. Walter was old enough to be my grandfather. I was now, shook. that's never stopped me before. I was, sh- oh. but I was no, gonna say, I was no, impressed. No, Shit. no, 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 no. Back, where, but, where were you? Uh, <laughs> sorry, settle down, in everyone. In truth, girls, no, in truth, stop that shit. Stop killing yourself. And go get some help. And I don't want to let you know I can't afford therapy. You, I couldn't either. Mm-hmm. That woman gave me, she gave me a discount. Mm. There are people out there who care. A lot of people do you like sliding to, yeah, scales yeah, and stuff. Yeah, go to a, a, a college where, where, where students are getting their, their training. PhDs. Internship. Mm-hmm. You can find somebody that will help you. We talk about that all the time. It's you very have, true. Yeah. Listen, you have to want it. Mm-hmm. You have to be ready. So get ready. Life is beautiful. You don't want to be stayed up in some dark room. Yeah, man, I, therapy's lit. We uh, both have appointments with our listen, therapists. Very good. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Very good. You know, it's not that therapy is the end all be all. We ain't saying that. Yeah. But if you need help, go and get it, man. Life mm-hmm. is too hard. You ain't supposed to be alone, locked up in these dark rooms. You understand? I was in that dark room mm-hmm. for the first, like, 29, 30 years of my life, Mm. that depression. And, you know, find something that will, you know, help you get there. You know what I'm into? What's that? And when you live in California, you can't help it. I'm into nature. I thought you were going to say weed. (laughs) You want to talk about... No, you know what? I, I... yeah, I was in college when I first tried marijuana. And girl, I curled up on the floor. Oh, no. And yeah, and, and, and start crying. My girl, wait, wait. I was like, don't let my mama see me like this. And my girlfriend looked over. They were playing Big Wish. You know, I was in the theater department. I would have time to be playing a fucking card. But wait a minute, y'all. Uh, my girlfriend, Jennifer uh, Beavers was her name. She looked over at me and she said, she don't get no more. <laughs> you she, cut said, she said, no, you, she don't get no more. So I, I do it Some every once in a while now. Uh-huh. But you know, yes, you can see I don't need that shit. Yeah. I do it every once in a while. Okay. But I just well, I mean, don't next need time it. you're ready, you need to just call, <laughs> call out your girls. Yeah, right. so funny. <laughs> um, I All am... right, give me some right now. I'm kidding. <laughs> don't threaten oh. me. Don't threaten me with a good time now. We have a segment here that we call Pew Pew Pew, which is a okay. weird title, but these oh, are rapid finger fire. Guns. All right, rapid yes. fire. Completely random, kind of weird. Um, <laughs> let's go until they 
pull you out of here because it gets strange. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. So I am in love with Tom Hanks. This is true. She talks about him all the time. I have oh. a cutout of Tom Hanks by my desk. She that sure is does. Hysterical. She yes. sure does. Um, and you have worked with Tom Hanks, <laughs> yes. which means you have interacted with Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah. I have a question. It's going to sound kind of crazy, but I'll explain okay. later. Um, uh, <laughs> what would you think if I told you that there's a theory that Tom Hanks is actually a black man? And has he well, ever I shown any symptoms you. of being no, black? No, I would tell you. He Young is Thurgood a black Marshall? man. Oh, he no, is a black man. Uh, Tom Hanks is black. Okay, I told confirmed. You. But, I told you. But he's oh also but he's also white, green, purple, oh. yellow, <laughs> and all the other colors. You know why? Why? Because he's a bad motherfucker. <laughs> he is, he's a bad motherfucker. And I loved working with him. Tom Hanks. And the reason I say he is I'm black. Dying. I can't. No, listen, the reason I say he's black, because we hit it off so much on set. See. When I left set, I felt like I had been playing with my brother the whole time. No, I'm telling you, we laughed and clowned and carried on. I had been reading a script, Jackie's Back. It was a movie I did. There was a scene that was cut out where I was wearing this mink hat and the PETA people came and burned it up. Well, it was cut from, listen, (laughs) it was cut from the film. But I was reading that scene when Tom Hanks came into the makeup and hair department, looked over my shoulder and read the script thinking I was studying Castaway, which is the movie I did with him. But I was studying Jackie's Back. So he read the scene. He went, (laughs) he said, Give me back my head, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, imagine Tom Hanks saying that. And then he said, wait a minute, that's not the scene we're doing tonight. I said, no, I'm studying another movie I'm doing. He went, wait a minute, you're doing a scene with Tom Hanks and you're studying another movie. I said, I'm sorry. But he was adorable. So wait a minute, we had to do a scene that was cut at the conveyor belt Mm -hmm. at the Federal Express hub down uh, near the airport in Los Angeles. So that night, every time a box would come down the conveyor belt that looked like it could hold a head in it, he would throw it down because they were all empty boxes. He would throw it down at me and go, here's your head, bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. It, we had, oh no, I had a blast God. with Tom Hanks. And he's been very supportive of See, me he's since. a black man. He's a good man. He's a good black man. Tracy's, yes, he is. You're right. Like, ideal casting for him is young Thurgood Marshall. That he is looks hysterical. like He looks like a civil rights leader. <laughs> he can do my it. Oh, friend Nicole you know, but, well, you see him wearing the Mueller shirts <laughs> on, on the internet, you know. He's, I haven't seen him. He's, oh, no, he's powerful in the resistance also. Ooh, uh, so he's like woke white bae. Whoa. <laughs> I'm gonna, whoa. okay, y'all, my blood pressure is raising. We have that to move on so to the next question. Your next question. If you see him, tell him that I love him. This is rapid okay. fire. Rapid okay, fire. rapid fire. Mm. What's your favorite cuss word? Uh, fuck him. Ooh, okay. I like it. What makes you feel sexy? Oh, wow. Sweet men. Mm. Men who are, you know, slow. Ooh. It just go slow. Like a man with a slow hand. Yeah. I like a man with a slow, slow hand. hand. Hey. A man with an easy touch. Wait, do it again. You go on, I'll go up. Okay. A man with an easy touch. I have to go the fuck home. Come on, yeah, suck it, suck it. Yeah, I'm so funny. How would I go? Do the rest of this without me. I'm finished. Um. Oh, do you karaoke? Oh, absolutely. What are your go-to songs? Absolutely. Uh, I like doing, uh, I like, don't, 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 it's a called, uh, uh, Disco Inferno. Oh, yeah. I know that one. Burn, yeah, it's the burn, baby, burn one. Satisfaction. Oh, yeah. Down, down, came in the chain reaction. Down, down, down. Oh, that's that. I saw Tina Turner sing that shit, honey, up close in Toronto. I was going to lose my mind. Um, okay, here's a here's one of the rather weird ones. We gotta get a good weird one in there. Yeah, yeah I mean, right. we just we just have to. Um, <laughs> would you rather give up for life your favorite food or oral sex? Take your time now. <laughs> well, you know, I'm not a real food person. <laughs> you know, I, I, let me tell you Easy something. Answer. I gotta I tell you something. I I eat. To live, mm. I don't Sustenance. live to eat. Mm. Okay, okay. So yes, eating in that uh, other department is just <laughs> fine with me, darling. <laughs> yeah, you know oral sex, girl. But you, like I said, 
You better take your time and do it right. Mm. Get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> For real, right? Come I'm on, not y'all. mad. I don't disagree with any. Although I might. I my really butt. like food. I really like, <laughs> like to like eat. She likes no. cheese. But, see, and that's what cheese. I'm thinking of. Like oh my cheese, God. like cheese in Both particular. Both of y'all got skin like a baby's ass. Y'all better oh. eat good so you can Ooh. keep it. Look at my skin, girl. Oh, you. you know, goddamn well, I don't look no goddamn no 60 years old. These motherfucking streets now. So wait, is cheese going to age me? Is it bad? Well, you know, it's dairy. <laughs> I ain't got Shit. nothing against dairy. God damn it. It is what it is. Leave that bullshit alone. <laughs> I believe in one Tracy Clayton has a dating question. Oh, no. Yeah. We're not out of time yet? Come on, okay. girl. Ask me the questions. Because I love all this fun shit. Here's Y'all young thing. ass. Uh, <laughs> fix our lives. My name was not supposed to be attached to this question, but that's okay. So, <laughs> Someone who's definitely not Tracy Clayton Somebody who's wants not me wants what to know. What is it, darling? So I, at 35 years old, am learning how to date, basically, mm-hmm. for the first time. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't know, like, what... Guidelines, rules, whatever. Give me some good advice as someone who has never really, like, really dated before. Make sure when you meet them, you're going to want to know everything about them. Make sure he asks about you Mm. before you start telling him. Mm. Let him ask. Wow. And if he don't ask, fuck him. And I don't mean fuck him. (laughs) Right. In the bad way. Mm. Absolutely. And also... Look in his eyes. If they're shifty, mm. leave him alone. Mm. Um, and girls, listen. A motherfucker tell you who they are in five minutes if you Listen. listen. Mm-hmm. See, we all goo goo and gaga and can't hang, can't wait for the dick and all that dumb shit. <laughs> all that was dumb that an shit. Was that impression of us? All that dumb shit. Now that's y'all young ass. Oh no, it was me, honey. It was me in my thirties. No, at my twenties, I was just oh, job was so promiscuous, and so ignorant. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I don't know how I'm alive because I was so insane mm. with that bipolar disorder. Okay, let's face it, I was horny too, but I'm sure we come on now in these streets. <laughs> but uh, no, be be just be careful mm-hmm. and meet his mother Ooh. before you sleep with him. Wow. I don't give Whoa. a fuck how good he is, huh? How sweet he is. But doesn't that take you years me- to meet? I no fuck no. Oh, you meet his mama before you open your legs. Oh, and make sure he <laughs> loves his mother, because if he don't love his I mother, know that's real. he ain't going to love you. If he treats his mama like she's going to treat you like That's what I'm talking shit. about. Man. So look in the eyes. Look into the soul of a mm-hmm. person. You know, back in my day, you had to meet somebody and have that feeling at first. Now it's some bullshit over the computer. I mean, that's fine. I've met a couple of guys on on a line, and I was gonna marry one. Are you on one. Tinder? No, I was gonna. No, not Tinder. It was, uh, <laughs> I was like, it was an early. Bumble? What's that? Match.com oh, oh, match. or some oh. shit. But it was early when mm. it was, you know. Yeah. And I mean, where the fuck am I gonna meet a man in right. a gay club? Right. You know? So anyway, um, that's my problem. And he was he was very well rounded. He mm-hmm. was, uh, you know, he had everything going on. Smart. He was handsome. My God, he was he handsome. Mm. Beautiful man. But after his father died, he just couldn't pull himself together. It was tough. And I'm sorry he got mean after that. I was like, nigga, you out of your goddamn mind. You was you listening. You think you're going to be with me. And you No, listening. because he oh. moved in. Oh. And don't move no man in your house. Nah. Marry me, motherfucker, leave me alone. <laughs> don't move yes. no man in your house yes. because it'll take you too long to move him out. Oh, mm. girl. I listen, think that is the most ain't going nowhere. To end listen, on. it really <laughs> They ain't going really, nowhere. Miss really <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Lewis, I still cannot believe that you are here looking in my face right now. Um, thank Y'all you for that. Heaven, hey. Heaven hey. and Tracy. Yes, hey. You're fabulous. Oh, thank you so much. Go cute. get them, Tiger. Oh. And all of y'all go get Jennifer Lewis's book, The Mother of Black Hollywood, a memoir. It is great. It's wonderful and lovely. Where can people find you and your work? Are you on the Twitters? At Jennifer Lewis. And, and go to my Facebook also. Uh, Jennifer Lewis for real. And just like the page. Okay. And there you are. There you are. Yeah. And that's Jennifer with one N, one F? Jennifer Lewis with one N. Mm-hmm. Put some respect on it. Come on. Put some respect on it. On there. Well, make sure to put some respect on Jennifer Lewis's name forever. Yes. Get the book. Please come back when you're in the I will. I promise. Yeah. I promise you're adorable. <laughs> Thank you for being so generous with your time. Wonderful actress. You're adorable. <laughs>
Heaven, guess what? It's time to buy some rounds tonight. Oh, my. <laughs> Somebody got the singing bug. Um, I, I was just very jealous of you and Jennifer Lewis. <laughs> I could not have jumped in. I mean, it's like I got frozen in double dutch. I was like, uh-uh, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> next time, girl. We'll tag you next time. <laughs> What's that was so beautiful, though. I can't believe it happened. Um, my round is very short. It's a simple pleasure. Ooh. I would like to buy a round for handheld steamers. <laughs> handheld steamers. Like the clothes steamers? Mm-hmm, Ooh. Mm-hmm. I know you don't fuck with an iron, Tracy. I mean, I don't know that you had to tell everybody, but it's true. I don't I don't be ironing shit. In my life, That's you how I know you're not an African child. <laughs> <laughs> you don't be ironing shit. I'm just like, it's just going to get wrinkled again anyway. <laughs> but one of the... I, Ironing's not my favorite, but I do like some of the the, the just like the tedium of it, mm-hmm. the process, the, the ritual. Yeah, the ritual of it. But as I'm traveling, I realize I hate like the bulkiness of like the I don't know hotel like iron and like yeah. situation the board situation. It's yeah, like the like, little tabletop iron it's either thing. like tiny or mm-hmm. like a fucking hallway. Yeah, <laughs> and you got to do the thing with the door, <laughs> and I don't know. It's always a situation. It's a lot. It's a, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. So one one little travel hack I saw on some probably someone's random Instagram mm-hmm. on the explore page <laughs> is to get one of these mini hand steamers. It's so helpful what? for so your you clothes. Bought one? I bought one on Amazon. Whoa. It was just like twenty bucks. Whoa. Throw some water in there, it boils. It's like magic. Remember like evaporation? Yeah. <laughs> Incredible <know> technology. <laughs> the only time I've used one of those has been for like BuzzFeed stuff. So it was like here. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, this has to cost fifty thousand dollars. But you got one for twenty bucks. Yeah, like a handheld one. Like yeah. not like a full garment. No, yeah, press, all, but just I mean, like one to make your shirt like look nice, fall nice, mm-hmm. so it's not all wrinkly where you're at the event where people are gonna take pictures of you. Yeah, and you know what? A re- I'm honestly just bad at ironing. Like it was growing up as what my grandmother and my mother did. So like I was never like taught like this is starch, this is where you put mm-hmm, the water, mm-hmm. and then you gotta do. And so like I be trying to iron shit, and it's like water splotches. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, you know. that's real. That's real. So this, this maybe, maybe, maybe <laughs> this is when I stop being so wrinkled. I. It is, I will say, no replacement for an iron. Mm, <laughs> there okay. are some tasks that only an iron can do. Okay, okay. Like, you're not going to get that crease in the jeans. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go full Uncle Tracy, you know. Mm. So you still got to invest in an iron for that. Okay. But I do like the ritual of the press, the steam. Yeah. I enjoy that metaphor in my life because okay. I, I be calling people steam pressed all the time. And now I got... <laughs> Now I got that in my life more, you know? You know, I'm enjoying it. I love Fun it. Fun life hack. Okay. Travel hack. A little baby travel hack. I like it. I'm not saying I'm going to start ironing like tomorrow, but it's it's on my it's on my radar Just now. try a steam first. Well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. My round. My round. My round. Who you what you buying around for? <laughs> <laughs> who you what you? Who you what you? <laughs> I'm buying around for who you what you. Okay. Um, I'm buying around for my friends again. Um, because <laughs> don't say it like that. <laughs> I, just like always I just feel like people are tired of hearing about these amazing we get friends. It. You around. love your friends. <laughs> I just love them links so much. Aww. So um, on November fourteenth, I tweeted a tweet that blew up, and that I was tweeted not... a tweet. <laughs> I'm sorry. I tweeted a tweet in time. For us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why was that so good? <laughs> I would watch that Broadway show. Hey, I tweeted a tweet coming to you soon. Um. But it, it really blew up and I was not expecting it. And the tweet said, so grateful for friends who let me flake and back out and not respond to every text or email and are patient and understanding of my limitations during tough times. Oh, my God. Yes. And it really, really blew up. Wow. But yes. This is, I really, this is really hitting me, as you can tell. I mean, honestly, Evan, you're one of the biggest people I was talking about. What do you mean? You're so good at letting me flake. Like, I feel oh so God, comfortable. I feel the same about yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, oh, no, I hope Tracy's yes. okay with us. But, like, so many times in my life I've had, like, plans that I made when I had the energy for them. Mm-hmm. And then it's time to do it. And it's, like, raining or it's mm-hmm. cold. And I'm just, like, freaking out. I'm just, like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't always feel empowered enough in certain friendships to be, like, listen, I'm having a bad day. I'm Word. sad. I'm tired. I can't make it. Um, I always feel comfortable to just, like, girl, I'm not feeling Tapping it. out. Yeah. yeah. Just be, like, go ahead. Say <laughs> yes. no more. Say yeah. no more. So, um, Word up. this has been a really tough year, so I've been flaking a lot. And I feel that. I was at home and I was like, wow, so many people still fuck with me, even after I've been hard to fuck with. 
And I just really, really appreciate it. So, heaven, thank you. To my butter tones, thank y'all. Mm. To Deidre and Chanda and Janelle at home in Louisville, thank y'all. I That's miss so y'all sweet, so much Tracy. every day. Brittany and Teddy, thank y'all for always checking on me and texting me, even though you don't know if I'm going to respond. I see y'all and I love oh, y'all. That's so I real. I appreciate it so much. The like the in, the bombardment of communication methods in our oh, modern times. It's too much. There are too <laughs> many ways too to get much. to me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, too yes, many. It's too much. Yeah, so it's important. And people who have friends, uh, when you know that somebody's having a tough time, like you know, if you can take a step back and know that, like maybe they're not responding because they're a bad friend. Maybe it's not about you. It's usually not about you. Honestly, mm. any of us, we all think everything's about us all the time. That's my advice frequently. What? It's not about you. Yes. yes. It's such a it's necessary not. reminder. Yeah. But be be patient with the friends in your life who are going through tough times. You oh, know? Give them the space yes. to go through and come back. Because real friendships, I mean, they're like rubber bands. You know, no matter how far you get away from each other, then when you're there, you're coming. I just want to take wow. all my rubber bands. <laughs> <laughs> rubber bands, man. <laughs> I'm right. <laughs> um, That's all. Tracy, that's so sweet. I, I really appreciate that. Yeah. The feeling is so mutual. <laughs> I'm so glad. That makes me that you makes me feel like know. I'm doing a good job of being uh, a friend. Yes. I, I'm always just like, listen, come to this thing or not. Listen. <laughs> if you can't make it, I understand. I really appreciate friends who let you pick up where you left off too. Like that's oh, just so real. And it's always so refreshing to like we haven't talked in years, but now we're together and All like, right, five minute catch up on the back. whole thing and yeah. then later we'll get to the emotional stuff. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Uh, shout out to friends. Shout out to friends. We did it again. We did it we again. Did it we did it once again. more. Can't believe it. Every time. <laughs> Always a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much to Jennifer Lewis, the mother of Black Hollywood. You can find her on Twitter at Jennifer Lewis. That's Jennifer with one N, one F. And you can find her on Instagram at Jennifer Lewis for real. Check out her memoir. Again, it's called The Mother of Black Hollywood. You can get it where they sell books and stuff. I think you call them bookstores. I'm not too sure. <laughs> Do they exist? I think so. Shout Yo, out. sorry. Oh, what? I saw an Amazon book storefront. I don't understand. I feel like imagine the audacity to ruin all bookstores <laughs> and, and then, then make <laughs> <laughs> and then build a brick and mortar ass fucking store. Wow, carry yourself with the confidence of an Amazon, Amazon book bookstore. <laughs> wow. So go to a bookstore, maybe an independent one. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe. I'm sorry. I saw that recently. That shit That's took so me crazy. out. I don't even understand what that. And I, just, I just don't understand. Shout out to the pod squad. Yes, Airhorn. This episode was produced by Nina Patak and Agaranesh Ashagre with editorial oversight from Eleanor Kagan and production support from Julia Ferlin and Alex Laughlin. Uh, shout out to our in-house musicians, Miss Jean Gray. You can follow her on Twitter at Jean Greasy. And if you live in Brooklyn, go to all of the things and the events that she does. Um, also to Don Will, the most famous DJ in podcasting, I would say. You can follow him on Twitter at Don yes. Will. <laughs> I'll allow it. He be in everybody's podcast. All it's like, hey. All up in it. I mean, honestly, I feel a way about being cheated on so publicly, but it's, we're <laughs> no, working we through you, it. Will. We do. Thank you to Hasizzle down in New Orleans for that dope-ass bounce remix. Follow Heaven on Twitter at Heaven Rants. <laughs> she's she's going to be working on ranting again, y'all. Mm-hmm, I hear. Mm-hmm. Um, follow me at Broken McPoverty. Always trying to change that. <laughs> Maybe one day it'll happen. <laughs> You can email us and tweet us and Facebook us and all of the things at another round. Rate, Rate us. us on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Nominate us for a Nobel Peace Prize. Tell a friend. Yeah, find some other awards to nominate us for, too. I'm oh, sure yeah, there's yeah. some I'm other sure stuff there are that other we don't ones. know about. <laughs> it's the only one I care about. <laughs> uh, the newsletter is popping. Go to BuzzFeed.com slash another round slash newsletter to get in on that. Drink some water. Take your meds. Call your person. Wash your ears. Take your own advice. Take your own advice. <laughs> I think it's all. Let your friends flake. Oh, yes. And then let thank your them friends for it. flake. Yeah, and when your friends let you flake, say thanks. Oh. <laughs> thanks, Trace. You're welcome, girl. Thank you, too. Bye. Bye. I done lost my place in my questions. Mm-mm. Then find your place in your questions. Ah, 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 ah. Where's my place in, in your questions? questions? I got you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it. <laughs>